All right, let's get to it. Episode number three. That's right. We are here. Of fan speculation. CJ Palmisano here. Vinny Carini over here. And we are here to give you all your latest fun, all the fucking fun, uh, nerd bullshit going on in the world. Well, it's not bullshit. It's, 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 it's real to us, damn it. That's right. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, uh, the time of this recording, the Obi-Wan Kenobi series cast has been released. We'll be getting that in a little bit. We're going to go over our thoughts of episode two of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, so far, I like this one better than the first episode. Mm-hmm. A like, lot has a lot's going on. Yeah, lots going on. You know, who is this John Walker guy? Are we going to know more about it? Is there so- Who is the power broker? We need to, there are very many, very many, very many unanswered questions going mm-hmm. on right now. And we'll figure out the rest of this shit as we go along. But first, before we get into all this stuff, uh, my band, Hollow Heroes, has a new song releasing tomorrow at the time of this release date so you all are getting a preview of what this song is going to sound like it drops tomorrow on spotify apple music this is called death is expensive hollow heroes Nosebleeds on Sunday night I can't wait to sing till I get it right For all the souls left behind The one cold thing that I can't find Wanting to go back in time Some might say a simpler time When people thought we'd be alright Maybe we'll go back tonight Till the early dawn But I know it's out to get me 
There you have it. There is Hollow Heroes' new song, Death is Expensive. You can go follow us on Instagram at Hollow Heroes Band and listen to us on Spotify, Apple Music, and watch our music video of our previous single, Alone, up on YouTube. These guys have been kicking all kinds of ass all over the stage. <laughs> well, hopefully this summer we'll be kicking a lot of ass on the stage, and we really want to be playing shows again. Really want to. Hopefully we can get back to some kind of normal this, this summer. That's right. High right. hopes. Praying to God, praying to Spaghetti Monster, praying to, praying to whatever your religion or non-religion is. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of religion, the Jedi, they're pretty much a religion, aren't they? Actually, it is. It is. That is a, that is a real religion. It you is a religion. a Jedi on paper in the United States. Yeah, you could be. That's fucking amazing. Isn't it great? Um, my grandmother would be very upset with me if I did <laughs> So would my grandmother. So would my <laughs> grandparents. My parents would look down at me like, you gave up being a old, Catholic. Yeah, old Roman for, Catholics. For being... A fucking make-believe thing. It's not yeah. a make-believe thing, Dad. I laugh whenever my <laughs> like instead of instead of saying you know like oh my god or whatever oh shit my grandma was like oh say Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's such an Italian grandmother thing yeah, to do. Right? And oh, she's like, like stirring a fucking a fucking pot of fucking beet sauce. Oh god. Jesus Christ. I feel like your grandmother and my grandmother would have gotten along swimmingly. Probably. Yeah. My dad's mom and your dad's From mom. From Jersey City? Uh, Newark. All right. Hey, same so, thing. so swimmingly, yeah. I mean, it's not the same, but. Yeah, my grandma wasn't Italian, but like you could. Back sh- then, those areas were very similar. Yeah. She was half German, half Irish, but you never would have told the difference between with her cooking. Oh, there you go. Mwah. There you go. Love you, grandma. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking about, uh, you know, I really fucked up that segue with the Jedi thing. That's all right. I wanted it to be what we're going to talk about now. The cast of Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's right. Here we are. We uh, This was just released uh, today of this recording, which is the 29th of March. Uh, when you guys hear this, this will be on the Thursday of this week. Mm-hmm. But we have the full cast of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Now, we have Hayden Christensen listed here as Darth Vader. Yeah, when he was announced for the show, he they did say that he would be cast as Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. We have Ewan McGregor, obviously, as our Lord and Savior, Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Joel Ederkin, who's playing Owen Lars. Yeah, he's been in a bunch of stuff. He's a good actor. I'm looking at him right now, and he's been in The Gift. He was in The Great Gatsby. Mm-hmm. Uh, another movie called Boy Erased Loving. Uh, hmm. I haven't seen any of these films, but he's... He's been, been in some like decent gangster films. He, he was in... Um, he was in that movie about Whitey Bulger. Hmm. He actually also played Owen Lars in episode three. Oh yeah, and Attack oh, of the Clones. Oh, that's right. That's and Attack right. of the Clones. That's right. Oh, so it's the same. Okay, that that makes perfect sense. Then. That does make perfect sense. And his uh, Baru Lars, uh, played by Bonnie P- Pace. I don't know. I probably fucked up her name. P.S. Peace. Sure. And she also played uh, uh, Baru Lars in episodes two and three. Oh, wow. So it only makes sense to bring back those actors. Wow, bringing back a lot of the cast here. Yes, they are. Uh, I mean, it only makes sense for them to do that. Yeah. And then we also have Rupert Friend. Friend? Yeah, he looks like uh, Orlando Bloom. This guy right here. I mean, the picture I have of him, he has short hair. I know you're looking at the Facebook announcement of the thing. I'm looking at IMDb. So, yeah, he was in Strange Angel, A Simple... Oh, A Simple Favor. That's a good movie, A Simple Favor. Never seen it. It's, um... What's her name from Gilmore... Gilmore Girls. Uh, Gossip Girl. Tall, blonde girl. Never seen Uh, Gossip Girl. Blake Lively. Oh, Ryan Reynolds' wife. Okay. And, um... Anna Paquin. 
who I heard is kind of a bitch, by the way. Huh, fuck her. No, because my sister was telling me a story a couple months back that she had like this big, I don't know, this big fucking, uh, fucking, what, whatchamacallit, like fashion, who cares? Re- I seen your sister was doing some type of fashion thing. Good for her. Yeah, she's she's doing good gigs right now. Doing best she can. Anyway, if you want to find that Anna Paquin story of why she's such a fucking bitch, go look it up. I can't remember. Okay. Well, she's a bitch. <laughs> um, anyway, and he's been in a few of the things. Um, Hitman 47 mm. and Entries Gate, the death of Stalin. Um, not too many things I've seen, but he seems to be getting around. Most notable films he's most notable films he's been in is Hitman. Like mm. I said, yeah, Death of Stalin, The, the Young Victoria, and Pride and Prejudice. All right. Now I haven't seen one of those fucking things. No. So yeah, right now we don't know what he's going to be <coughs> playing, but mm. but who was the person from what you call it? This woman, uh, Indra Varma. Yeah, she's from uh, Game of Thrones, but she's she had, I think she had a, a role in Rogue One. She was like a, a rebel. She was some type of rebel leader. I'm trying to find that. And I don't see it. Really? I don't, I don't. Am I getting her mixed up with somebody else? You probably are because her, her resume right here does not say uh, Rogue One. Oh, fuck me. But she's been in Spitting Image for Life, Crisis, Mission Impossible 7, which is filming right now. Okay. Um, the Machine, Unspeakable, Paranoid, it's TV series, uh, Dirty Bomb, Vintage Blonde. Oh, just a short. Um, uh, Exodus, God and Kings. Game of Thrones wasn't listed on there? She was in Game of Thrones? Yeah. I'm trying to... It could... When did Game of Thrones first come out? Oh, fuck. I don't know. Long fucking time ago. Okay, I'm trying to... Because I'm trying... I'm skimming through her thing here. Uh, Exodus, God and Kings, Rome... Oh, she was in Exodus, God and Kings. Karma Sutra. Uh, She probably was in Game of Thrones. I'm probably just... Oh, she was in the World of Warcraft Battle of Ezron video game. Oh, wow. Catherine Proudmore. That was the, that was her character's name. Hmm. So then we also got uh, who's this? Uh, the um, the fucking comedian guy. What's his name? Kumail. Yeah, Kumail Nanjij. I've seen him in a few. I've seen. We, he, we're gonna apologize ahead of time for mispronouncing. Yeah, if names. if we fuck up his name, we we apologize. Don't cancel us, please. We just it's just some names are hard to pronounce. You know. Yeah. Um, I couldn't fart on here the wrong way and we'll get canceled. Yeah, exactly. Um, he was in Doolittle. He did a voice in Doolittle. He, huh. was, uh, he was in a movie with Dave Bautista. He does He does uh, a lot of comedy stuff. Yeah. Oh, he was in Stuber. Yeah, that's where Dave Bautista was a cop and he's like an Uber driver. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was in the... Oh, The Big Sick. That's his, That's the movie that really brought him to fame. Like, that's the movie where he like he's in love with this girl and she's got like, I don't know, she has like a stroke or a heart attack or something. Oh and God. Ray Romano is her father. He's like, what are you doing here? He's like, pretty much they weren't really dating that often. Mm-hmm. Like, they hooked up a few times, but he like gets his feelings for her. Mm-hmm. Her, it's a really good movie. I think it's on Amazon Prime. Hmm. Um, then you see he's... He's been in, uh, he was in Bob's Burgers, uh, The X Files. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a cameo in Goosebumps. Really? Uh, like the new Goosebumps movie. Um, he was in Archer. He's done a lot of voiceover act, uh, voiceover work. Mm. So as we're reading these actors off, we really don't know what these character, what these people are going to be playing. Yeah. Um, I guess go through because there is a pretty significant one. Who? Um, let's let's see. Where is he? We. Um, isn't the guy from Fast and Furious in this? Yeah, Song Kang. Song Kang. Yeah, here he, he plays, is. He plays Han. 
Yeah, he plays Han in the Fast and Furious movies. One of the coolest characters to ever grace that 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 series. Yeah, he like I'm not a big fan of the Fast and Furious movies, mm. but he was always really cool. I was until they hit like fucking twenty. I mean, dude, oh my god, what, what, what? like what, 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 what are they stealing? I know, like, like it's an obvious plot. Something they, is being stolen. They are superheroes. Yeah, now they're these, now they're like these cops. are superhero films, is what they are. Yeah, they are. These movies went from just stealing shit and boosting cars and mm-hmm. making your car the fastest and best car in the entire fucking city to being, you know, helping the Rock go on a mission and take shit and then yeah, it's fucked I don't up. know. It's all fucked like, up. Now they're like saw, hunting international criminals. I remember seeing like, what the, happened to drinking Coronas in the backyard having a barbecue. Oh. Family, was it family is forever? Family is family is forever. You gotta do it for the family. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm fucking Vin Diesel. I'm five five. I'm Dominic Toretto. Yeah, fuck you, Brian. You fucked my sister. Yeah, for real. (laughs) Anyway, I mean. I had watched them with with my girlfriend a few months back, like from the fir- like from the newer ones that launched yeah. to like all the way to Fast Eight. Like the first two I saw with her, I, actually the first one I think I saw was like Fast Eight, wow. and then maybe we saw the first one prior, like when we first started going out. But I'm just like I don't get what's going on here, and then I saw the other ones, and I'm like, you know, I pretty much get the gist after seeing all the other ones. One of the things that really pissed me off about those movies was how Han quote unquote died. Oh yeah, in Tokyo. Well, not in Tokyo. Um, actually, no, not not Han. Fucking uh, Wonder Woman. Oh yeah, Gail Gadot. How she died in the fucking thing. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, spoilers if you haven't seen the fucking Fast and Furious movies. Where have you been? Um, you know they're they're fighting on a plane to get uh, what's his name who plays uh, Gaston in the Beast Beauty and the Beast movies. Yep, yep, yep. I can't remember the actor's name off the top of my head, but he was the bad guy in like Fast Six, I believe. So it's hard to keep up because there's like fucking twenty I know, of there's, them. There's fucking so many of them. So he, they're fighting, and then Han and Gal Gadot's, Gadot's character—they're in a relationship, and she almost falls. He's like, "I got you," and then the fucking, you know, uh, what's his name? Fucking sloth from the Goonies goes and like fires at uh, to kill Han, and then she jumps, kind of jumps away from the car. And he's oh, like, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. And you know, she like if you look at the height from where that car was to where she was falling, it really wasn't that high. Yeah. Like maybe she could have died, maybe. but it was like the momentum though, probably yeah, right because the cars are going fast. But the fucking bad guy gets shot out of a plane and survives. Yeah. That pisses me off. I remember asking my girlfriend, I'm just like, why is it that he lives? I'm like, I know he lives because I see him in Fast 8. But mm-hmm. why is it that he lives and then she doesn't? Like, yeah. oh, well. Dude, I fucking I love she, Gail Gadot. Dude. She's, she's an Israeli counter-terrorist. <laughs> That's the hottest thing I've she's ever like, heard. Remember, she goes like, oh, it's because she was going to film Wonder, Wonder Woman. I'm like, okay. You couldn't have done a better death for her character? They like, killed her because she was going to shoot Wonder Woman? Well, not they killed her because of it. But I think she had. She told them she was leaving? Probably because, you know, with the superhero contract, it's just like, you know, or maybe her time was done or, or whatever. Who knows what the reasoning was? But You'll was, never know unless you're in the fucking but studio. She, but I remember my girlfriend telling me she did say that she was going to film Wonder Woman or or film as Wonder Woman soon after, whether it was the Wonder Woman movie or if it was the, the Batman versus Superman movie. Oh, yeah. But, but yeah, it was just so stupid. Like, like you know, Vin Diesel stops a fucking car and and on the new trailer and throws yep. it away. I mean, really? Like, yeah, like like someone. I think Vin ju- Diesel throws a car in the new Fast and Furious one. I don't think he, like a th- they are a, getting a car, ridiculous. A car gets thrown at him and then he kind of just like bleh, shoves it off his arms. 
I'm like, what the fuck is this? What? I know. Like, when you're done, watch the Fast 9 trailer. Like, one thing I am happy about for these movies is that John Cena is going to be in it. And this took Rock from, like, you know, kind of like a B, I would say fairly a B-plus movie star. Like, top-notch uh, wrestler, one of the best ever. Oh, yeah, he's like but, an A-lister. But, but when he started doing the Fast and Furious movies, his career skyrocketed. Yep. And I think this is the thing that Cena needs for his acting career to skyrocket. Oh, because he's in the next one, right? Yeah, he plays Dom's little brother. Yeah. Or we, we wouldn't know because we don't see him, you know? I know it's isn't that weird. This is so fucking crazy He's, because the Rock is Samoan. Yeah. What are they gonna paint him? What are they gonna paint Cena? No, I mean, if I think if you look, wait, you, you say Vin Diesel's younger brother? He's or, playing Dominic's younger brother. Okay, so Vin, Di- I'm sorry, I thought you said the Rock's other brother. Oh no 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 no! No, no I was like, what? No, the Vin fuck? Diesel, Vin Diesel. Yeah. Okay. All right. I guess they're both short no, yeah. and fucking stock. <laughs> Right. Well, fun fact, in the Hobbs and Shaw movies, they actually got one of Rock's family members, Roman Reigns, the current wrestler right now. Are they going to shave fucking John Cena's head, too, so they're both bald? No. Cena's got had, like, this really long flat top forever, which is kind the of his... Cut. Yeah, he's it's kind of his calling card now. It looks now. like, um... Who's that guy from fucking Street Fighter? I know Guile. Yeah. Dude, John Cena is real-life Guile. Yeah. He did the movie The Marine. He's Guile. Yeah. that's I actually liked that movie growing up as a kid. Well... It's a good. I mean, it's, it's full of action. I mean, it, it's one of those cheesy action movies, but I yeah. like it. I, I can still go back and watch it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, we got sidetracked because we we're talking about Obi Wan. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> shitting yeah. on the Fast and Furious movies. But um, but yeah, the the actor mm-hmm. who plays Han, as we just mentioned, he's going to be in this show too. Now we won't go through the rest of the ca- of the uh, of the actors. No, there's be- one more. We got We got We got a shout out. Oh, who's the one more? Um, Ice Cube's son, Oshia Jackson Jr. That's right. Ice Cube's son is going to be an Obi Wan Kenobi. That's guarantee they throw. Okay, so the one talent that this guy has as a fucking actor that I've seen. I mean, he did a really good job in uh, in Straight Outta Compton. Never seen Straight Outta Compton. Oh, dude, oh, I always wanted to. I heard it was good. Great fucking movie. Anyway, O'Shea Jackson plays Ice Cube. Yeah, because he's a young. He's literally. He looks just like his father. Well, that's the funny thing. I remember seeing the trailer. I'm like, damn. Whoever yeah. they got to play Ice Cube looks just like Ice Cube <laughs> for real. And he does the fucking the stare that Ice Cube does. He's like the. Yeah, exactly. He does it perfectly, probably because he got scolded his whole life as a kid from fucking Ice Cube. Oh, Shia! Where the fuck you at, boy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wonder, do you call your dad Ice? <laughs> you know what I mean? Or Daddy Cube? I don't know. Uh, dad Cube. Dad Cube. Daddy fuck. Ice. But uh, but yeah, he's going to be in the movie, too. Um, it's, he's been in... Uh, I don't know what he's, he's going to be. I, I mean, that's the thing. With these characters... Other than Obi Wan Kenobi, uh, Darth Vader, Owen and Beru Lars, who was Obi Wan's love in the show, the Mandalorian woman? That would be uh, Duchess Satine. Yeah, so Bo Katan's sister. You think uh, one of these people is going to be uh, Bo Katan's sister? Oh, you think like uh, what's they her, what's have her name? Bo Katan. That, that is true. Satine? You, 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 like a Sabine Wren cameo. Not Sabine Wren, sorry. Um, uh, Bo-Katan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bo-Katan. Um, I'd like that a lot. I'd like that. Hell, I'd even like flashbacks for... They gotta give the main character a character a love interest. Yeah, I'd even like some, uh, you know, uh, background and they, for... And they even say, they even say, uh, you know, the reason why... Do well, a, if, well, let's look at these women who are in the show. Like, know, we, we could potentially get... Maybe we could get, like, a Duchess Satine... Here's Flashback. Why, here's why I think Obi Wan's gonna have a lot love interest, and this is gonna be really fucking nerdy. 
So, um, the reason why episode one is a, is the most important, it's, you know, the Phantom Menace, uh, that's where, you know, Qui-Gon Jinn gets killed by Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. And the reason why it's called the Duel of Fates. Oh, I know this, but go ahead. The reason why it's called the Duel of Fates is because Qui-Gon Jinn was supposed to be Anakin's true master. Mm-hmm. He was the only Jedi and wasn't allowed to be on the council because he believed that the Jedi were, were supposed to be allowed to love yeah. Right? And then, you know, the Jedi was basically like the fucking church. Where Qui- you know. Qui-Gon saw the error in the in the Jedi's ways yep, yep. that so many people started to see and yep. hypocrisize them for. And he was supposed to teach Anakin that being with Padme was okay. Mm-hmm. Instead, since Qui-Gon Jinn gets killed, Obi-Wan becomes Anakin's master. Hasn't truly learned that yet. And Anakin now has this fucking but Ob- long, deep-seated problem that that's becomes the thing. eight movies. That's the, that's the thing, is that Obi-Wan is very much strict to the Jedi Code. Qui-Gon yeah. was his master, but mm-hmm. he was very much the Jedi Code. Yeah. And that's why, you know, I truly believe that Qui-Gon would have said to Anakin, if he trained him, you know, it's okay to question things mm-hmm. if you don't think something's right. It's okay to feel love and affection yeah, yeah, yeah. towards others. So here, here's the reason why I believe Obi-Wan is going to have his love interest is because not only does a protagonist need a love interest mm-hmm. for a good story, but, um, you know, Qui-Gon has a role to play here. And I believe, you know, since Obi, like, you know how Obi-Wan, they all become spirits in the end, essentially. Yeah, Force and, Ghosts. And, you know, you always have the Force Ghosts. Qui-Gon is definitely Obi-Wan's Force Ghost. And he mm-hmm. probably, you know, wants to be with Satine. So I hope they throw that character in there. Like I said, they've already given us one family member, which is Bo-Katan. I mean, here's the thing, though, with that theory. Do you not remember that Maul killed Satine? Oh, fuck. That's right. <laughs> Like, oh, that puts man. a whole damper on your whole theory. That's why I'm saying it could be Shit. a. That's why I'm saying it could be a flashback. Okay, then that, there's a flash. Yeah, that, that's well, what I'm saying. Like one of these. I think this whole Hayden Christensen th- thing is going to be a flashback. I think so too. Mm-hmm. I think it's possible we could see him with the helmet off, like like we briefly maybe, did maybe in Empire why, Strikes Back. Maybe that's why. Um, fucking Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben's in there. Uncle Ben. Not Uncle Ben. Uncle, um, Uncle Lars. Yeah, Uncle Lars. I mean, I mean, I'm looking at some of these actresses who could play. I'm seeing there's S- got to be fucking flashbacks. Simone, Simone Kessel, she seems like she could be it. And then there's um, yeah, that um, Simone Kessel, Moose Ingram. Um, no, she is a black woman. Satine was white in the show. Again, there's nothing to cancel us by. That's literally a fact. Um. But I could I could see somebody maybe do I don't know I really don't know I hope we do get a Bo-Katan uh, cameo I yeah. hope I hope we get that because Dude, that, I really hope they just throw Maul in there somewhere somehow I think that here's the thing I am still on the on the train that I think we'll get a Maul versus Vader fight think so I think we can because even though Vader never went to Tatooine you know because he hates sand. <laughs> um, and Maul never found him until Rebels. Obi-Wan, that is. He found Obi-Wan. Um, I think we could get Maul on his conquest to try and find Obi-Wan. He bumps into Vader, and then they have this epic battle, which they did in the comics. I fucking hope so, dude. I really hope so, because they teased it. They teased it in Solo, and we haven't seen Maul since. No. You know? And I feel like this Obi-Wan show is going to be the same time Han Solo was. Han Solo's a kid here, 
Ewan McGregor's supposed to be kind of young yeah. when they meet eventually in New Hope. Fucking Han Solo's a man, and old and Obi Wan's an old Obi Wan's an old man. I think because um, this takes place how many years after Revenge of the Sith? Do you know? Well, no, I don't. Well, look at this. This, I would say, give or take, it's got to be about ten years. Be- yeah, it's because gotta be. because Luke was like what nineteen. At the start of New Hope? Yeah, something like that. So if we see a young Luke Skywalker in this show, a t- probably a 10-year-old Luke Skywalker, and Obi-Wan is caring for him and watching over him and trying to make sure he's protected, I think we probably will see that. And I don't know. I'm just excited for this fucking show, man. Oh, yeah. Like, Did I mention that the gauntlet has been thrown since you mentioned Luke Skywalker? The gauntlet has been thrown at Luke Skywalker. Sebastian Stan was interviewed on Good, no- Good Morning America. And... Uh, that lady Robin, the the uh, the anchor, she's like, I hear there's some hinting at a Luke Skywalker role for you because you're already associated with Disney and Marvel and all that. Mm-hmm. And um, he's like, he's like, listen, if Luke Skywalker calls me and tells me that he'd be happy to share the role with me, then I'll do it. So he wants Mark Hamill's seal of approval. Yes. All right. Which I'm sure Mark Hamill will. Mark Hamill him. already gave it on his uh, Twitter and his Instagram. That's he awesome. said that he would be honored to have Sebastian Stan portray him. Then let's fucking do it. We he got just has to call Sebastian Stan. Well, I mean, hopefully. Yo, I- did you know that my aunt knows Mark Hamill? What? Yeah, so listen to this. No, go, so, ahead, go ahead. So Mark Hamill has a daughter, mm-hmm. right? My my cousin, Allie uh, Hamilton, she mm-hmm. lives in California. Mm-hmm. She has owns like a yoga studio, mm-hmm. and she uh, is like a private trainer, like yoga trainer for celebrities, too. She like does Drew Barrymore and shit. Okay, but cool. um, she one of her clients is Mark Hamill's daughter. What? Yeah, her and her kids got to meet Mark Hamill like at a, at like a movie event. That's fucking sick. Yeah, when I was a kid, she actually dated. Um, she dated when I was like really little because she's like a lot older than me, my cousin. Uh huh. She dated um, a producer from the. Um, she dated a producer from the. Uh, prequel movies really yeah and they flew to they came back to nj to see my my aunt and uncle they live in new york mm-hmm. but they were staying in new jersey mm-hmm. and um he came over my house i was like six years old Wait, I, the producer or? yes okay. and he brought props he brought vader's helmet dude like from it was from uh he brought the original vader helmet from um Obviously, from one of the trilogy, the original trilogy. Yeah, it was from. I think it was from Strikes Back. Empire. Okay. Yeah, and I I got to wear it. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Man, for a second I thought you said Mark Hamill's gonna show up in your house. No, I fucking wish. I'm like, like I said, you know, like I'd if fucking... I'm just if I'm just finding out now that Mark Hamill was in your house and you're a little kid, I figure that's one of the first things you tell me. Like, oh, you like Star Wars? Like, yeah, Mark Hamill's in my house. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'd, I'd uh, get that. That's on fucking. T-shirt. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. I mean, yeah, I mean. If Mark Hamill's giving him the seal of approval on, on social media, we have to assume, like, you know, a conversation must have been had between the two mm-hmm. where, you know, they're probably just saying, like, oh, you know, well, if he says this, like, as, like, a thing of Sebastian Sands, it's like, well. if, if fucking Filoni doesn't fucking listen. Filoni and Favreau are just, like, they ha- they've had, like, Sebastian Stan's number on speed dial. They have re- to. Ready to be like, hey, Sebastian, so. I feel like doing the CGI on this one. So, um, you want to get your own show, or do you want to be in Mando Season 3? I don't know. How about both? I Well, I think both. Well, I, I would watch both. I think, <laughs> in, I think in order for Sebastian Stan to play young Luke Skywalker, 
I feel like he would have to be in Mando season three first. Then we could get like a Luke Skywalker thing or whatever. Um, but another show there. I mean, there are a bunch of shows happening. We have Knights of the Hierarchy. Do you think the they'd Republic. alter his voice? Uh, maybe just a little bit. Yeah, right. Just a little bit to kind of sound like Mark Hamill, but overall, I think they'll let him speak on his own. Well, yeah, of uh, course they're going to speak on his own, but there's always audio editing. Oh yeah, but they had they had to alter Mark Hamill's voice too. Oh, to sound younger. Well, yeah, because yeah, he's got like a rasp. Oh now. yeah, he's got a very raspy voice. Like that's why like his Joker was from like drinking was all that so fucking blue milk from <laughs> straight from the tit. <laughs> he's out there I mean, smoking crack in those stone huts with those aliens. <laughs> yeah, dude. I know I, what goes on on those party islands. Shit, he's out there having I, orgies in those huts with the fucking aliens. The, I mean, I mean, the Jedi are dead, so he can kind of do what he, he do wants. Do whatever the fuck he wants. He dude. can. He, he's the last will and testament to the fucking Jedi Order. Yes, yes. Dude, yeah. if he wants to have an orgy on an island. Let him be fucking him, Jeffrey let, Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh man, as Not, I get assassinated. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's totally dead. Not. Yeah. Winking. Well, he's definitely the... dead. He just didn't do it himself. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's dead. Dude, Hillary Clinton's calling an assassin right now. I'd be like, listen, I got to take Vinny Carini out. It's <clears throat> fucking time. Yeah, this podcast ain't going to see light day. Yeah. If they want to do it right, they're going to send two Italians on your apartment door. Yeah. You know what's fucking great? I probably know them. There is a, um, one of my, one of my favorite bands currently is a band called Dragged Under. The, one of the guitar players from that band, um, when he was out on tour last year before COVID hit, you know the Master of Puppets album cover, right? Yeah. Okay. It looked like it was Mary Master of Puppets shirt. What it was, it said Epstein didn't kill himself in Metallica oh writing. Oh, my God. I'm like, I've been trying to find that shirt. I can't find it anywhere. I want to hear a funny story. Yeah. So imagine this. 1985. My dad's at a house party at Rutgers, right? <laughs> There's, it's like a Halloween party, and there's a guy wearing a shirt that had like Hitler on the front. Oh Jesus! On Christ. the back, it said it said Hitler's World Tour, like it was a band T-shirt. Oh my God! And all of the fucking band like tour dates were all the fucking biggest battles of World War Two, dude. It fucked. That is so. That fucked. was on a T-shirt, 1985. Holy shit! How is that okay, dude? Better times. Better times? I don't know, man. Dude, nobody gave a fuck. The <sighs> economy was good. Everybody was making money. Everybody was able to buy a house, buy a car. I don't know. If, I was, if that was me, I was outnumbered. Uh, if there were other Nazi supporters there. No, it's not. It's just like a... Like a, like a gag? Yeah, dude. Okay. No, I know. It's just like... It's a gag shirt. Yeah. That's the thing, though, man. Like, you see shit like that back then. It probably is just a gag. But if you, like, you know, wear that today... And if you don't know the context behind it, you could you could definitely oh, piss yeah. some people you off. You don't fucking you, know? no, you, you wouldn't walk through uh, certain parts of Brooklyn with that shirt on. No, no, no. It's that's one thing. If like, oh, it's a gag shirt, but then if you're walking like around, the, certain... the kid wore it to a Halloween party. My dad said he was wearing like leopard tight pants. Okay, all right. You know, yeah, but it's not like you're wa- you're walking around with like a swastika on your shirt. And yeah, it's Brooklyn. not like he's a fucking like, like neo Nazi. Yeah. No, no, no. That's why like I thought it's like a gag shirt. That's why I thought for a second. I'm like, wait, oh fuck. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's not, he wasn't like trying to advocate, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, dark humor. Something people aren't cool with these days. I know. But things people are cool with these days is the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes, that well, is true. Well, and there's a lot of I've been noticing a lot of uh, political gestures. In this I don't think episode. you need. I don't think a lot. I really it's just the one. Yeah. I, well, no. There's this, there's another one, dude. When uh, when Bucky approaches him in that hangar. Approaches who? 
uh, approaches Bucky approaches uh, the Falcon in the hangar, and he he's like, "Oh, you had no right to give back the shield." And then uh, the hmm. Falcon turns around and says, "Like you got no right to talk about my rights." I didn't really see anything political you didn't about pick, that. You didn't pick up on that. No? no, I mean, I wouldn't. I don't really think. I think it's just one guy to another saying, "Don't tell me what to do." Oh yeah. I think it was more or less that. I guess they could have changed. They could have used better lingo. Maybe, I, but the thing I definitely picked up, and I know you did, is like you know when you know Sam and Bucky are kind of arguing, and then the cops stop them, and then you got oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you got ID. It's they, just like, they, those cops straight up gave uh, they hmm. gave the Falcon a problem, and then they asked Bucky if if the Falcon yeah, was yeah, giving him was a bothered. problem. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's fu- like why'd you have to that would do, that literally had nothing to do with the storyline. It, Except for it, arresting Bucky for missing his therapist meeting. I mean, that's the thing. If it was just along the lines of, oh, this, let's see if this black guy is bothering this white guy. I feel like that got guy. fucking sprinkled in I, there, you know? It did, but it led to, you're like, oh, you're, oh, my, so, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't recognize you at your goggles. Like, yeah, mm, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. But then they, but, but another thing is, is like, you know, they're there because. They would have. They would have. Yeah, they would have fucked up were, the Falcon if he wasn't the Falcon. Yeah, they had to. They had to arrest Bucky because he missed his court mandate. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, I don't really think that was much of a problem. I think it's just yes, we know like Disney might have like a certain agenda that way. Even but, though they say they don't. Yeah, but I would say that that was just a little bit of a sprinkle of a thing of just like just to show like make hey, it relevant. Yeah, because because I was lis- I was listening to uh, or watching a podcast on. This YouTube channel called New Rockstars where like uh, it's it's a really great YouTube channel they talk they dissect so much stuff with Star Wars DC hmm. and Marvel and uh, these guys Eric Voss and MT I can't remember his thing it's it's a, it's like a syllables for his for his YouTuber podcast uh, he uh, was saying how like how they kind of brought up in Last Jedi with the whole you know where uh, DJ kind of sells to the Empire and or or the First Order and the fucking um, uh, Resistance. I want to say Empire and Rebels, but I know yeah. it's not right. Um, it's kind of show the whole the real life, the kind of the real life stuff, which I hated in Last Jedi because I, I didn't think they executed well. But I think the way they did it here in the Falcon and Winter Soldier, the way they kind of sprinkled it in, just being like, hey, yeah. this. This is a real life issue. We're not going to oversaturate and make that about the show. We're just going to give you a little but, sprinkle. But we, but we are going to give a little sprinkle and say like this is a thing that happens, and you know, be and they just I think they just want the audience to be aware of it. Yeah, because it's also something we haven't seen in Marvel before. Yeah, you're right. We haven't seen it with like you know with Rhodey or with uh, with Falcon or with Black Panther or any of the other char- uh, African American characters. Yeah. So I think it's fine in that regard. It's just that little sprinkle. You know, there's only one thing I didn't like about Black Panther. I love that whole movie. I just didn't like one thing. What's that? About the villain. About Killmonger? Yeah. So he's supposed to be like a... Um, he's supposed to be like a Black Ops Navy SEAL. Mm-hmm. You know, SEAL Team 6 type guy. Yeah. When you make it to that level of the military... Yeah. You do not talk ghetto. They made they made that character sound like he was like straight out straight out of the streets. Well, but they he, gave him. They well, gave he him was he was from Oakland, and that's that's a hood. Yeah, but you're from Oakland. Yeah. When you're a SEAL, when you're a Navy SEAL, you spend like your whole life at the fucking yeah and at, at the barracks on the on the you know boots on the ground. I guess like learn respect in a way, not to speak like that yeah. anymore. Yeah, like you you literally when you're a, a service. Yeah. Player, 
That, that makes sense, but it also could be a thing of just like when he got out. Yeah, but how he, many years did he spend spend out? Because he was a fucking a th- young guy in the movie. That's the thing we don't know. Exactly. We, we don't know. And maybe, wasn't he dishonorably discharged? I can't remember. If it, he it came w- out a while ago. If he was dishonorably well, then discharged, then that makes a lot more sense. Yes. The way yes. he kept speaking. Yeah. So that probably makes sense if he was dishonorably discharged. Mm-hmm. If he wasn't, then your theory is probably more on the nose there. It yeah, probably makes more sense. Altogether, that movie was fantastic. Oh, yeah. I love Black Way Panther. to revive a character. I know. But uh, I guess before... I, this is kind of spur of the moment kind of thing, but... um. We've never really talked about as far as the whole Chadwick Boseman thing. We'll get back to Bla- uh, Fal- oh, yeah. Falcon. Ch- Chadwick Boseman deserves some recognition. We'll get back to Falcon Winter Soldier really bit uh, really quickly. Um, take some. I guess we can because spe- we speculate about you know Spider Man some of the other movies coming up. Oh yeah, um, we haven't touched upon uh, on Black Panther on Black Panther's sister. Yeah, I'm becoming sure. becoming the new Black Panther. That's what I think is going to happen. I think, oh, and I, definitely there was like a poster with her as Black Panther. Already. Yeah, I think there. That's the logical choice considering she does become Black Panther mm-hmm. in the comics. Do you think them? She'll have her. I think they'll give her her own movie, and if they don't, they'll obviously give her her own show. Well, Black Panther two is coming out in oh really next year, I believe. Oh, that's excellent. So, I guarantee this is the storyline. Yeah, she's gonna have to marry somebody to be Queen of Wakanda. I don't think they'll do that. No? Do you think they'll just I, give her Black I, Panther title? I think so, because she's already of royal blood. I love that she's like Tony Stark of Wakanda. Yeah, and she's like, right? and she's like what, 21, 22? Yeah, yeah, something she's stupid. She's a super genius. Yeah. I love Shuri. She's great. Yeah, yeah. She's fucking, yeah. Nice she's, piece. <laughs> she's, and, she, and she, but I think she's fucking funny, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, of it's course. Like, great sense of humor. Like, the real question is, what are those? Yeah, 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 <laughs> fucking, yeah. Um, but I guess real quickly, obviously we did this podcast after Chadwick Boseman died, but um, it's a real, real sad situation that he passed oh, away. Oh, yeah, of course. You know? All his screen time for Endgame was, was while he was sick, wasn't he? His screen time, pretty much in the entire MCU, he was sick. Really? Yeah. I didn't know it was that. Pretty much. I don't think he was sick in Civil War, but definitely from Black Panther to Endgame, wow. he was sick. Um, and that's a testament of how couldn't hard, give up. I know how hard of a work, uh, just his work ethic. Yeah, tremendous actor, tremendous um, humanitarian. He's he just he just seemed like a really really good human being. Mm-hmm. I loved him in Forty Two. Uh, you ever seen Twenty One Twenty One Bridges? No, but I heard that was a oh, fantastic God, it's movie. So good. The Russo brothers directed it. Yeah, and ch- having Chadwick as the all as the, I, I, I watched a, or I seen a lot of his quotes online at you know when he passed, mm-hmm. and he was like he you know really took on the role of Black Panther in real life. You know, yeah. going to hospitals, seeing sick kids, doing charity. Yeah. He was doing the and he, like, forever. He, yeah, he did that everywhere. He made that like a. Almost there was like a cult following to the to the Wakanda Forever thing. Everybody was doing that everywhere. He, People are still doing it. Yeah, he sa- he said in like an interview with like uh, when Infinity War was going on the uh, the big uh, like press, they had different cast members from the Avengers go on like uh, Jimmy Kimmel's show, mm-hmm. and he was saying how he's gonna be doing Wakanda Forever for the rest of his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but what's really sad, like. I remember reading up online after he passed away the the scene and, and this is a really powerful scene. One of my favorite moments in the MCU is when you know he's going Ibombay, Ibombay when oh, the yeah. when the creatures are trying to get in through the 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 shield the yep. the, the barrier in Wakanda 
And then when he tells him, that's like the ride of the Rohirrim in Lord of the Rings and the Return of the King when he fucking, King Theoden comes down and smites everyone. And right as he's a, he walks up, he before he tells him to open up, he's just like Wakanda forever, and they run down. Yeah. That's the last time he ever said Wakanda forever. Really? That's the last time he ever said it. That was the last scene shot. That was the, for for, Chad, for that for that phrase Wakanda Forever. It's wow. the last time Chadwick Boseman ever said in the MCU. That's pretty fantastic. It is, and it's a powerful, amazing last ride scene. of the Wakandans. <laughs> so obviously, we think Shuri should be the one to take up the, the mantle of yep. Black Panther. Absolutely. Um, I don't even necessarily think it's a movie that necessarily should be rushed because I think if Marvel want to delay it and take as much time as they need with it, they should because. I mean, it's going to be... I think it's going to be real tearjerker from the beginning. Mm. Uh, we're probably going to get some kind of, like, memorial service. Oh, yeah. And we're going to see different superheroes. Like, we're probably going to... The movie's see, definitely going to say in memory of Chad, Chadwick Boseman yeah, at or, the end. Yeah. Or even at the beginning. They'll even, yeah, something. Just... It's real sad, man. And, it is. you know, I remember, like, seeing Black Panther. Like, I almost got annoyed a little bit of, like, how people were kind of overhyping it just a little bit. It was being overhyped a little bit, but overall, like, when, but whenever I'd watch it, I'd just be like, no, nah, this is still a great movie. And mm-hmm. I remember, when, I remember, like, when me and my girlfriend found out the news, like, my sister texted me that he passed away. I was like so stunned. I was leaning up against the wall in my mom's in my mom's kitchen, and I almost like blacked out for a second. Really? My girlfriend was going. She's like, babe. Babe, she she said babe like like ten fucking times, and I didn't even hear her. Wow, you really took that hard. I I did, man. I really did. And she's like, "What?" So I'm like, "Chadwick Boseman died." Yeah. She's like, "What?" And, and yeah, but I'm glad we could talk about him just a little bit. Maybe one day we could do like a whole podcast and just talk about his yeah. career, and just Why talk not? about different movies. Um, but overall, I remember there being a theory saying how you know um, I'm resting like like uh, saying, "Dear Marvel, the only right way to." make Black Panther 2 is resurrect Killmonger or make him a good guy. And it's like, no, that doesn't make any no, sense. That does not make any sense. doesn't make any sense. sense. First of all, he was a bad guy. Second of all, you can't just fucking... I mean, you could resurrect him. In the MCU, no one's ever really, really dead. Correct. But that would just take... Oh, yeah. Now, here's the thing. How they really made it, made, make it no sense. Use the Infinity Stones to bring up... The Infinity Stones are gone. They're back in their yep. own timeline. Cap brought them back to where they need to be. Mm-hmm. It's Shuri. It's his sister. That's it. Um, real quickly, do you think they could introduce uh, Namor, the Submariner, in this this movie? Um, probably because the Wakandans and the Atlanteans are mm-hmm. sworn enemies. Yeah, they even referenced at the end of Endgame. Well, actually, towards the beginning of Endgame, where where Black Widow, Black Widow goes to Koye says like, "All right, how are we handling it?" It's like, "Nat, it's a earthquake in the middle of the ocean. We handle yeah. it by not handling it." Yeah, what were we gonna say? Uh, what's the name of Black Widow's movie? It's just Black Widow. It's just Black Widow. That's cool. That's gonna be coming out on July and that's, 9th. That's uh, essentially Black Widow's essentially getting like the first uh, Avenger movie, like uh, Captain America got Captain America the first Avenger. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how he like formed his squad and he had like Bucky and and everybody. Yeah, yeah. I love that that actor from Stranger Things is in this oh, movie. Oh yeah, he got his Hopper. Yes. I love that he's. I love that Hopper's trapped in Russia, yeah. and he's also playing a Russian superhero. In the MCU. <laughs> yeah, that is fucking fantastic. I also love that Florence Pugh. Uh, I think her name is. She's playing uh, the blonde Black Widow. <sighs> That's uh, Scar- Scarlett Johansson, like mm. Natasha Romanoff's adopted sister. Yes. She was in uh, fighting with my family. And they try to fucking kill each other right off the bat. So yeah. Hot. <laughs> Even in your pants, man. 
Not like they can see it, but still, I, I could. Keep this it in your is pants. an R-rated podcast. No, it's not. Yes, it is. We say fuck. Yeah, I know we say fuck. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I got a bit of a tangent there, but let's, let's kind of finish things, I guess, for the remainder of this podcast. Kind of talk about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode yes, two. Yes, okay, yes. Okay, so return. things start off with John Walker, yep. uh, actor Wyatt Russell. Yeah. We kind of get a sympathetic feel, or like they kind of want you to make him feel, like at least like feel, oh, he might be a yeah. bad guy. Yeah, in the he's definitely going to be a villain, but he's going to be like one of those villains that you kind of root for. I kind of see him being more along the lines of just being a straight-up dickhead. Oh, fuck him then. I, I mean, throughout the episode though, you could kind of tell that he's like, "Look, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to be Steve. I'm just trying to do the best I can," you know. Yeah, he comes um, off like, "Hey, listen, just give me a shot." You know, he's like, yeah. he's like the rookie on the team. Mm-hmm. You know, he thinks he's gonna be an Avenger right away. He's yeah. not an Avenger yet. No, he's not an Avenger. It's just because like, you're wearing the shield and you mm-hmm. got the hat and you got the fucking shoulder pads and the bodysuit. Yeah, the exactly. Cool armor and the and the press it's and like, all the same. It's things. like Sam said. Just because you hold that shield doesn't mean you're Captain America. That's right. So maybe the government says you are, but you're not Captain America. Yeah, dude. You're essentially you're essentially Senator Palpatine's lackey. <laughs> uh, anyway, so um, the costume of John Walker's yeah. Captain and America they, is and pretty cool. And they gave cool, him a though. sidekick. Yeah. Captain America doesn't have a fucking sidekick. Well, he does. Does he? Well, in the original, like, early, early comics, Bucky wasn't always the Winter Soldier. He was just, like, this smaller young kid. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then there's um, Patriot. I think that's, uh, what's we call it? Isaiah Bradley's grandson. I can't remember his name right now. Oh, yes. I think you remember remember you telling me about this. Yeah, so, but we'll get to Elijah Bradley. uh, Elijah Bradley. uh, Elijah, Elijah and Isaiah. Elijah? Isaiah, Isaiah, was Isaiah. The, uh, Isaiah, he he got the serum too, right? Yes, he did. So overall, um, I guess real quickly, what, what I want to say about John Walker is one, his costume is very, very reminiscent of the U.S. Agent Captain America costume. It's very similar to that. I like really? that. Um, they also, when he was on Good Morning America. You know, when he was trying to say, oh, you know, this, this, and that. Like, oh, don't be so modest. And then she's giving all these stats, and they're showing him with a shield. I'm thinking that John Walker, I think he's got some kind of super soldier in him. Think so? I think so. The way he uses that shield is just too good. Yeah, it's just like, he... Bucky, wait, so, I'm sorry. Is Bucky mm -hmm. internally a robot besides his arm? Like, when Sam was saying, like, what's that cyborg mind of yours doing? Yeah. He could be like the way his brain has been wired Did for so long. Did they give him a serum? Yeah, he has a super soldier serum. Yeah, right. Yeah, somehow they were able to. Hydra was able to develop their own super soldier serum, and that's how they did Bucky. And then Shield were able to recreate, not recreate, but replicate in a way the super soldier serum which Bucky took in the beginning of Civil War. Which Got it. when they when when he's like, I'm not the only only Winter Soldier. Um. I think John Walker has that. Lamar Hoskins Battlestar, I don't think so. Uh, John Walker, I think definitely does. He just we just haven't heard it yet. Um, throughout this whole episode with John Walker, you're thinking, oh, maybe maybe he's not such a bad guy. But then at the end of this episode, here he's just like a word of advice. Then because he's saying because Sam and Bucky yeah, say they don't, they don't want to work with you, like stay the hell out of my way. That's where just like okay, this guy's you think a dick. He's, you think John Walker's gonna have a turning point where he's been holding back his strength to appear as a regular dude? I think so. And then he's just gonna be like, nah. 
And then he just the other thing about Walker is that he has such a lack of concern for anybody else because when he threw the shield at one of the Flag Smashers, like right past Bucky, it like hit him, boom, and then Bucky grabbed it with his not his vibranium arm though, his regular hand. Well, he's a super soldier. That is true, which was interesting. But Walker also carries a gun with him, and now, he shot somebody. Yes, Cap never killed anybody. Yes, now Cap used a gun when he needed to. He did use a gun in the first Avenger. Oh, that's right. And that's he right. has used gun, and he fought in World War Two, so he he used guns. used guns. But Steve Rogers never used a gun if he didn't have to. Mm-hmm. Majority of the time, we saw Steve Rogers with just that shield and his mm-hmm. suit. That's all we saw. John Walker it really doesn't have a concern. But for he's a, been using guns his whole career, so that is true. That is true, but it's more or less of a thing like, you know, we never really saw... It makes him seem more like a mercenary than a superhero. Yeah, he know? does seem like a mercenary, like a merc. Yeah, that's that's what it really seems like, you know. Um, and the the other thing with John Walker, you know, how like, oh, apparently like he gave Bucky the okay, and apparently he has his high clearance, and then he the, how he calls over Sam and Bucky is with the police siren. Like, dude, they... <laughs> Bucky already got arrested, and Sam almost got arrested just because he was there. Yeah. So that's not really a great way to try and win these guys over. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. He was still trying to win them over and be buddy buddy with them to try mm-hmm. and work together. You know? But I think overall John Walker is gonna turn a bit to the dark side before this series is over. He mm-hmm. already is starting to do it. Yep. And he's playing a pretty good dickhead, I'd say. I'd say too. You know, why I think Wyatt Russell overall is doing a fantastic job. Yeah, I think so too. Um, let's get into another character that was uh, fully introduced to the show, which is Isaiah Bradley. Yes. Now, Isaiah Bradley, for those of you who don't know, he was the first black Captain America. Yep, in uh, between uh, Captain being frozen initially mm-hmm. and unfrozen. Yes. So, in World War II, Isaiah Bradley fought. He, um, he was captured by Hitler. And Hitler said that he would willingly give back uh, he give back Isaiah Bradley if he fought for him or something. I think Isaiah Bradley said no. Um, there was like a th- I'm forgetting some some details here, but there was a, a version of Cap's suit which he took to try and takes uh, to try and break some soldiers and Jewish people out of uh, con- a concentration camp. He was thrown into a uh, and I'm really feeling really stupid right now. I'm forgetting like uh, a gas chamber. Mm. He was thrown into a gas chamber with other Jewish, uh, uh, I guess, prisoners, so to speak. They all died, and he didn't. Yeah, he like he like had some like pretty severe injuries, but he didn't die. Um, I think when he had kind of escaped, uh, like he was experiment, he was experimented on by the Nazis, which in the show he Hydra. Mm-hmm. Um, he was and he was made out to be a criminal for being a hero. Um, so, cause we, what I liked about this is when they go in, he's like, Elijah, he's like, he's like, Sam, this is Elijah. And it's like, I came just, I just came to see if you had the arm. Looks like you grew it back. He's like, yeah, we met back in 51. If you meet, if by met, you mean I whooped your ass. Yeah. yeah then yeah. yeah, we met back in 51. <laughs> First of all, I, I really liked the actor who played Elijah. I thought he was fantastic. Yeah, really good. And really good. When he the emotion he had and he threw that like yeah. whatever what was the, it like a fucking Altoids can? It looked like that or like some kind of like ashtray or something. He's like, get out of my house. Boom. Like it just stuck right in the wall. Yeah, right. So Bucky was the only one who knew about him. Saying he's like, Did Steve know about him? He's like, nope. cause, cause obviously Sam is mad because 
he didn't know about there was a black super soldier and he's like mm-hmm. i'm a superhero i should kind of know about these things like i didn't want you to know because the guy's already been through enough yeah you know he was put in prison for 30 years for trying to do the right thing and be a hero mm-hmm. so i'm really glad that we got to see him in this show i hope we see more of of uh of isaiah um Overall, do you think we could see him fight? Because if you remember the first episode, we did. We're definitely going to see more of that of Isaiah. I think. Remember definitely. The, remember the first because episode we did with Joe. You're just saying like you think Old Man Rogers still got it. We're going to see Old Man Isaiah. That's what I'm saying. Isaiah, he already is an old man, yeah. and he still is retaining his super soldier strength. So, which leads to believe that Cap probably still has his super soldier strength, even as an old man. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this. Um, this episode definitely gave, like we said, the message earlier. Of I'm, like, listen, I'm assuming Captain Rogers is dead. I'm assuming so too, but we still don't know where he is. Well, listen, if he is, if he is, I guess Bucky and fucking, but Bucky and the Falcon, and uh, Bucky and Sam don't know where he is. I feel like Sam might. You think so? I feel like Sam might know where he is. Don't you think they would show something? Don't you think they would show something of of Sam like going to see Cap? Like, what do you think of all this? Probably, but they're probably going to leave until like maybe the end of the show. Yeah, maybe right. Um, but we learned obviously we learned that John Walker should stay out the hell out of my way, and Bucky's like, ah, oh, you know what can we do? And he's like, well, when Isaiah, he's like, said my people is like, I oh, don't, yeah, I don't mean it like that, man. He's like, no, when Isaiah was talking about my people, he meant Hydra. Mm-hmm. And there was, and at the end of the episode, they're saying like, all right, we're going to go see Zemo, and Sam was against it. One thing I wish they would have done. Is instead of just saying they showed Zemo at the end, they did, yeah. but I wish they didn't mention his name. It's like, yeah, right. You know, just being like, he knows all Hydra secrets, and Sam could have been like, all right, let's do it. Yeah, and then they and then they showed that would have been more impactful. Yeah, you know, instead of saying Zemo. Yeah, but even my even my girlfriend when we were watching, she's like, wait, who is this? I'm like, he was the bad guy, Civil War. He broke up the Avengers. She's mm-hmm. like. I'd have to. She's also a little. We were also drinking a little bit, and she was tired too. So I'm like. Like, oh, wait, I remember him now. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Zemo, um, I guess, is the bad guy. I mean, well, the way the show is going. <clears throat> that he, was, he, that he, was he, how he was confirmed, right? I mean, yeah, but he might not be the, the way. Now, the more I think about it. But the other thing we have to talk about are the Flag Smashers. Mm-hmm. So the leader of the Flag Smashers being Carly Morgenthal, mm-hmm. who, uh, which is a nod for the original Flag Smasher, Carl Morgenthal. Um, that girl was actually, if you remember, she was in Solo. Yes. Yeah. She was the Raider girl. Yes, which would eventually help start the rebellion. Mm-hmm. So she is seems to be the leader of the Flag Smashers, and they're trying to get away. And then he said it's the Power Brokers people. Now we don't know who the Power Broker is. Um, I think the original Power Broker is like Carl something. I think he was uh, introduced in Jessica Jones, but I don't think those shows are necessarily canon to the MCU. I don't know, mm-hmm. but um, I am going on a bit of a th- a bit of a theory that I think the Power Broker could be Thunderbolt Ross. Hmm. I think he could be Thunderbolt Ross because you know if he's still Secretary of State, then he is very much someone of high power. Um, he was working on the super soldier serum when he was trying to give it to uh, the guy who becomes Abomination. I can't remember his name at the right top of my head. Mm-hmm. But 
he was trying to do that. You know, he's very much involved in that program. So it would make me believe that Thunderbolt Ross has to do it. Also, his name ends up in the credits at some point. Oh, really? Like, not the actor's name, but, like, in the little passages where it says, like, all superhuman uh, uh, act or whatever it is under Th- uh, Thaddeus Ross. Um, I'm thinking he could be the power broker. It sounds like it's certainly a possibility from everything that you've noticed. I did not notice any of that. Yeah, I had to watch some like Easter egg videos to kind of catch that that, oh, he's, yeah. that he's in there, because um, it would just make sense. It would just make sense if he's kind of pulling the strings of all this shit. It would make sense because one, it explains why the government are fucking with Sam. Mm-hmm. They they hacked Red Wing, um, you know, because Thunderbolt Ross could hold a grudge from Civil War. Yeah, and from Infinity War, you know, where he tells Rhodey to arrest him, he's like all over yeah. it, and he Sam, just ha- and Sam, he hangs and, up. Uh, Sam and the Cap are on the run for two years. Yeah, he literally says it. he's like, last time I had to go through this, I was on the run for two years. And we learn that Sharon Carter became an enemy of the state, mm-hmm. and she still is. Which we'll meet Sharon Carter again soon in this show. We just wow. don't know when she's going to get here. Maybe um, she goes with Bucky. Maybe she does. Maybe goes. Um, one thing we know for sure is that Sam and Bucky will end up in Louisiana with the Shield. The only thing is, though, we don't know Oh, that how means they're going to fucking fight. John Walker? Definitely going to fight John Walker. Well, even John Walker is now a confirmed villain. Even Sam was saying, like, we can't just go up to the man and take the shield. And then, obviously, we just explained why that is. But they're going to get the shields one way or another, you know? I hope it's not a thing of, like... One thing I don't want to happen is I don't want Wyatt Russell's character to die... Yeah, I don't think he's going to die. I want to see more of him in the future because I mm-hmm. think he could be a really big asset to the whole MCU. As a villain. Yeah, because... Without the caps, though. We've talked about, like, you know, the Thunderbolts potentially coming into play. You look at Think of it this way. Taskmaster is in Black Widow. He could be in it. Uh, Captain America, John Walker, U.S. agent. He could be another part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, Lamar Hoskins, Battlestar. I'm Why not? Up, I'm going to look up Taskmaster right now. Yeah, Taskmaster is the villain for Black Widow. Um, you know, and we could see other... Do, you know, do we know who's playing Taskmaster? I don't remember, and I don't think I know who is playing Taskmaster. Um, with Taskmaster, because I don't think we're going to see his face. But then again, I don't know. We could see his face in the movie. We just haven't seen Black Widow yet. Whoa, this guy uh, looks badass. He is a master assassin. He is... He has studied all the fight patterns of every single Avenger, and he knows how to take almost down every single one. And he wears like a skull helmet. Yep, he got a skull helmet. He's got a shield. He's got a sword. Um, yeah, he's he he like knows all his shit. He is a he's a badass villain. So that's what I'm saying. We could see him and U.S. Agent John Walker in the potential Thunderbolts faction. Uh, faction. Uh, Thun- uh, Thaddeus Ross could become Red Hulk, possibly. You well, know? this is this is a picture of Taskmaster from Black Widow. Let's take a look here. Yeah, Taskmaster's got a badass look right now. He's got a really, really badass look. He's got like a skull mask with like goggles and a hood up. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking. I don't know. I'm. We know that the, the events of. Uh, we know that the events of Falcon Winter Soldier are six months after Endgame. Um, we don't know where Taskmaster is. Presumably, he's been defeated at the end of Black Widow because Black Widow takes place in between Civil War and Infinity War. This uh, is this is accurate to Black Widow. That's that's really cool. That's really cool. Yeah, Taskmaster has like a some kind of metal suit, a hood, 
goggles, skull face, a shield, and a sword. Yep. Taskmaster. Pretty badass. Yeah, he's a badass villain. And Looks he, like a space knight. Yeah, yeah, he Spa- really does. I, honestly, like a skull-helmeted Mandalorian with yeah. a sword and a shield. Actually, yeah, he does. So, I, I guess uh, to close things off, we see Zemo in somewhere in, in Eastern Europe, mm-hmm. and he's in a jail cell. Zemo is on um, Bucky's list of people he needs to uh, make amends with. Yep. Now, if you remember in the therapy session, he says, um, what's rule number two again? Yep. Don't hurt anyone. Here now, we go. he wants to hurt Zemo mm-hmm. for all the things Zemo did to him. He was finally starting to become normal. He was finally starting to have his brain be lost of the Winter Soldier thing. And and Zemo made him a criminal, like more of a criminal than he already was, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so Bucky's definitely going to want to get revenge and not make amends with Zemo. The other thing real quickly that we need to touch upon... I know we're saying real quickly, and we're going on an hour Yeah, here. and then we're going on tangents. But there is one important thing. It's the therapy scene between Falcon and, and Winter Soldier. When they get when they get close up to each other, and Bucky just asks straight up, why did you give up the shield? And, you know, yeah. he, and Falcon was saying how, Fan was saying how, like, you have no idea, like, the pressure that was on me as Cap's legacy. Yeah. He's like, well, he trusted you. And maybe he was wrong about trusting you with that shield. That's yeah, and then his. He drops the hammers like maybe he was yeah. wrong about me. And the reason why that is so important is because Steve was always sticking up for Bucky, even when it looked really bad for Bucky. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he wanted that he handpicked Sam to be to take on the mantle of Captain America. You know, he's like, maybe Bucky is doubting himself. Yeah, that could be it. That maybe he's about doubting himself. Overall, though, did you like this episode or the first episode better? Um, I liked the first episode better than this episode. This episode was more of like a reveal episode where mm-hmm. you know we we got you know some answers to the questions we had in the first, mm-hmm. right? Like in the first episode, we were the new Captain America was debuted and we got our answer. Yeah. Um, in the first episode, we were wondering who is, or well, in the first episode of uh. That, who's the villain from from when uh, Civil War? Civil War, Zemo. Zemo. So when they revealed Zemo as the antagonist, mm-hmm. we knew he was going to show up somewhere. Yeah, got that in the second episode. But now we're seeing that he may not be the be all end all antagonist. Yeah, yes, he uh, seems to be just one he, villain. He could be like maybe like a Loki type of villain. It's kind of that kind of lingers around. Yeah. Cuz I think he's probably going to he's probably going to break out of this next episode. Mm-hmm. There is a promo shot too where like Bucky has a gun in his hand and he looks like he wants to shoot Zemo but instead he like all the bullets are dropping. Yeah. Also we were yeah. wondering when Sam and Bucky were going to link up. Look, and now they're right f- away. They, they were linked up right away. I mean, Bucky watching the Good Morning America thing is like all of us watching it too. It's like yeah. I know same Buck, same but anyway, I think overall, this was a really fun episode. I'm liking how this show is paced a little better than WandaVision, on, yeah. only because... We get, we're getting right down to business. There's we, no, we are. There's no hints. Yeah, but even though I like stuff like that with WandaVision, and mm-hmm. it did lead to this really awesome finale in last mm-hmm. few episodes of some of the fa- my favorite things they've done in the MCU overall, 
But I think the action in this and the storytelling in this is a little faster and it's more something that people can kind of like gravitate towards like, oh, yeah, this is... Is is there a comic that is like Endgame that Mm -hmm. takes place after Endgame? Um, where like we're gonna get white vision and Wanda's back. I'm sure there is. Um, the thing like, that I where's think, our team up movie? The team up. Where is the next one? What do you think? You're probably well, speculating what the next big Avengers movie is. Yes. So I know that we're gonna get a big team up movie with Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. When are we gonna get another Avengers movie? And what I, Avengers are gonna be in it? I think we are probably gonna get an Avengers movie. Uh, probably not until, let's see here, I'm looking like, it's 2021 now, obviously. How many years did it take to get the first Avengers movie? The first Avengers movie came out in 2012, the first Iron Man came out in 2008. That's 9, 10, 11, 12, it's four years. Alright, so four years after Endgame. And then the next Avengers movie was three years later with, uh, Age of Ultron 2015. The next one was 2018, and then the next one was 2019, obviously, because that was more or less a two-part, two-part thing. Yeah. Um... I think we could see an Avengers movie by like 2026 or 2027. Fuck. Earliest 2025. They got a ton of time to produce enough content. I mean, the big. I mean, they're definitely gonna want to build a big bad for it. I don't Mm -hmm. know if it's gonna be someone like Kang the Conqueror or maybe a Doctor Doom or maybe a uh, a Mephisto or something like that. Uh, I think Galactus will definitely be a big bad at some point, but they're gonna want to build characters like um, like the Fantastic Four more because yeah. and Silver Surfer. Cause well, they, they said they're gonna bring them back, right? Yeah, I mean it's confirmed. It's just like there's just no time as to when they're going to release the movie. Well, we know we're not gonna have. Um, oh my God, what's Captain America? What's that? Chris. Chris Evans. Yeah, we're not gonna have Chris Evans as fucking flame. No, <laughs> no, we're not. But. There is uh, Marvel did release the uh, the movies, and now we're gonna close it off on this. We promise. We're going a little over an hour here. So we have Wandavision that came out, Falcon the Winter Soldier, uh, Loki's coming out in June. Which, by the way, the proposed uh, plot for that show is that Loki is the cause of all these different historical events. Oh my god! Like. Um, and that's a show. Yeah. So oh my th- there, God. my my buddy uh, James tagged me in this on Facebook, uh, like end of last week. And Wait, he does doesn't Loki become the ruler of that planet that um, Jeff Goldblum was? Uh, does he? I think so. I don't know. Maybe that would make a lot of sense because that it's at the center to a lot of different portals in the fucking multiverse. Like that's, that's a giant. That's a giant junk dump. There, there is a very, very. Um, there's a thing like remember like in Ragnarok where he's just like he's like where's your chair like like I just I I I, I, I I'm fucking up <laughs> I made peace with Lordship two weeks two days ago two days ago I just got here like so there is that little thing there where it's just like why is it that he got here two days prior to to Thor so that could play in the show into play with the show yeah however um like I remember seeing this meme where it's just like uh who is it that Cat is like Cassius in uh in uh fucking who played the role in wanting to kill Caesar. Mm-hmm. That is, is like Cassius is just like I don't know how I'm feeling about this Caesar guy. Loki comes in. Why don't you stab him twenty times in the chest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like brilliant. So so yeah, it, and then oh man, if Loki is the cause of like all these like 
tragedy, hysterical. Mm-hmm. That it'd be so awesome. And then we got Black Widow in July. We got Marvel What If Summer twenty uh, Summer of this year. Shang What's Marvel What If. Uh, it is a animated thing where it's like. Like, one of the episodes is, what if Peggy became Captain America? Oh, I got you. It's a really cool alternate reality type of uh, little little series that they're going to do. Uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. The Ten Rings were that terrorist group that kidnaps Tony Stark. Okay. And I think they're going to introduce the actual Mandarin. No- Eternal's supposed to come out in November of this year. Late 2021, Miss Marvel. Late 2021, Hawkeye. December of 2021, Spider- Hawkeye's getting his own movie? His own show. Oh, fuck. Yeah. But still, that's good, though. Still Hawkeye content. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Renner's fantastic. Spider-Man No, no Way Home, 2021 of this year. Uh, Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness, March 2022. Thor, Love and Thunder, May 2022. Black, Pan- Fuck. Black Panther 2, July 2022. Captain Marvel 2, November 2022. They can keep that. <laughs> I'm excited for that, though, because if Monica Rambeau's going to be in it... I just like the Brie Larson's from Clifton. Yeah, that's right. So that's why she appeared at the the opening premiere. She's from that, Clifton, dude. Oh, that makes so much sense. I remember being so pissed that I missed that. I wonder if... How much older is she than us? She's my brother's age, right? She's five years older than us. Your brother's how old? Uh, 31. She's got to be in her early 30s. Right? Yeah. Then late 2022... Listen, if she's any younger, Gardens. if she's any younger, there's like a chance Fred knows her. No. Fred. Didn't Fred go to Clifton High? Fred Fred is like three years younger than us. She's got to oh, be. is he really? Yeah. Fuck. She's got to be in her early 30s. Got to be. 2023, we're getting Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Um, and then a bunch of to-be-announced to projects. Ironheart, Blade, She-Hulk, Moon, Blade. Moon Knight. Are they using uh, Wesley Snipes for Fantastic Blade? Fantastic Four, Secret Invasion, Ant-Man, Mania, I Am Groot, and Armor Wars. And no, they're not using Wesley Snipes. I can't remember the name of the actor they're they're using, but um, I know he was like up in arms about that. Yeah, it would have been cool to see him come back. Hmm? It would have been cool to see him come back. Like at least just bring him back as like the original Blade. Again, I'm seeing that we. I'm I'm thinking Multiverse of Madness. We could get like, a lot of like cameos. Not to like diverge from Star Wars to Star Trek, but in Star Trek, they brought back the original Spock to play the original Spock. Yeah. They did, and then they had the whole crossover thing with like with uh, Picard and Kirk, mm-hmm. you know. And that's what I love about the newer uh, movies where they brought back uh, Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, yeah. You know, he also did the bad, the voice of the bad guy from Kingdom Hearts, uh, Xanart. Yep, yep. mm-hmm. Oh my God, he was so good. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, Spock. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, out of all these projects, though, um, what would you say is probably your? I mean, for me. As far as like uh, my like my top three that I'm looking forward to, definitely Multiverse, Guardians Three, Thor: Love and Thunder, and, and I'm right on board with you, dude. And then the Fantastic Four, when, whenever that comes out. out. Your, everything that's coming out of your mouth, I'm agreeing with. <laughs> I know it sucks that Guardians Three is so far behind, but I think we should just be happy that James Gunn is back in the project. Yeah. But anyway, we've been on a little bit of a tangent here, going about maybe hour plus, hour ten minute plus here. But thank you all so much for yeah. listening to this episode. That's right. We'll catch you next week. Yeah, absolutely. So please be sure you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and Spotify, wherever whatever you, you pod on. Yes, whatever you pod on. Um, we hear some people have been writing some reviews, and yes, we really appreciate that. Please write reviews on whatever podcasting you are on. Uh, give a five star rating. Share it with all. Give your- a five star rating. I'm serious. <laughs> be genuine, but be nice. Yes. 
<laughs> all right get four stars is good enough no but, but anyway um we really appreciate the the feedback we're actually getting we're getting a pretty decent feedback from some uh mutual friends and uh yeah, people they're, hopefully they're not just being nice yeah hopefully they're not just being nice and they actually can deal with us bullshitting for like an hour plus but uh but we really appreciate it uh again we uh before this episode i hopefully what I want to do by the time this episode comes out is to have social medias. Yes. All right. So when those are out, I will say what they are, where we are, and then the following episode, I'll start plugging those. Uh, for now, I hope you enjoyed the song we had earlier. That is Death is Expensive. That is coming out tomorrow on Spotify, Apple Music, and all your podcast formats. Download that motherfucker. Download it. Buy it, maybe, if you want to buy it. Spend That's, money. It would appreciate. We'd greatly appreciate it. <laughs> um, if you like wrestling... No, you don't. But if you do, <laughs> you can listen to my wrestling podcast, the Not Another Wrestling Podcast. Mm-hmm. If you're not a wrestling fan, tell a wrestling fan. I just shoot the shit for wrestling for about an hour. I do predictions on pay-per-views. And I review WWE, NXT, New Japan, uh, AEW, all the fun wrestling stuff. I'm done now with that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, thank you guys all so much for listening to this episode of Fan Speculation. For CJ Palmasano, Vinny Carini, thank you all so much. We'll see you next time. Have a good night.